Welcome, listener, to this week's Slazoom podcast. Slazoom is brought to you by Johnson's Baby Oil. Johnson's Baby Oil, the only baby oil made from a 100% fresh-squeezed baby. Thank you, Ethan, for that great, you know, if slightly, um, you know, terrifying intro. But, you know, who doesn't like a fresh squeeze baby? That's right. The stuff you make from concentrate is just not the same. It's not. It really isn't. And, you know, we've been trying to, like, perfect, like, artificial baby oil, but it is just not the same. Right. You know? It's, it's just one of those things, and it's actually environmentally friendly, because if you squeeze the baby while it's young, it doesn't grow up to, like, pollute the environment, so <laughs> That's right. it's a lot save more, the earth, save the world. It's a lot more environmentally friendly than the whale oil I had been using. This is true, yeah. yeah. Help end poverty. Eat the poor. Eat the poor. That's like a modest proposal. And hunger. Yeah? Yeah. It's like, I'll be less hungry if I eat the poor, so I can end hunger. Being the poor. All this liberal bullshit. Next thing you know, you're going to want rearranged babies. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah, instead of these battery farm babies. So, speaking of free range babies, uh, listener, you might not know, but for extra cash, I looked into donating eggs. Oh, nice. <laughs> which is very lucrative. But because of uh, I have a history of heart problems that are now solved because I had surgery, but they said that because of my history that potential baby yeah. wanter people would not want my uh, eggs. It's interesting because like egg donation slash sperm donation, like the whole artificial insemination thing, is really eugenics. Oh yeah. yeah. Like it's it's totally eugenics, but because. It's like under the guise of capitalism. Yeah. After yeah. the lady told me, she was like, you, like, you know, potential couples probably wouldn't want your eggs. And I was like, you know, that's fair. And I was like, but they should have a chance to have shitty babies just like the rest of us. <laughs> it's like, do you have like a coupon day that maybe you could like, do Oh, I'm sorry you can't have kids. Let's just get you the perfect kid. Right. Yeah. That's so yeah, that ain't right. <laughs> well, so here's Give them a defective exploding baby. Give them a downs baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, here's what I so I was I was thinking when I heard um, free range babies after I said it out loud, my thoughts went immediately to um, for free range babies. Like cowboy like babies, you can get them for free, and you can just take them out, save whole, and they'll throw the baby in the air, and you fire it. <laughs> <laughs> free range, that babies. kind of range. Okay, okay, okay. sounds fun. Okay, play You know, here's how I think we can make eugenics work. Because the problem with eugenics in the past is it's always been negative eugenics, like telling like what people were not going to allow to breed. But now that they're have like in most developed nations. They're having trouble maintaining their population because people having kids later in life are electing just to, you know, hold on to their money and not have kids and stuff like that. So, like, in Norway, the government will, like, pay for you to go on, the government will pay for you to go on, like, a two-week cruise and, like, to encourage you to fuck your wife. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, nice. uh... Well, so as long as we're encouraging people to breed, maybe we should be selective about that, you know? But the thing is, you have to be careful not to be super racist about it, which is, that's that's, that's the problem. People have, people have combined eugenics with racism in the past. They've always let their own biases go in. So, so I have a question about this thing. You said Norway does this? Yeah. So if, I can totally see why they're doing it, but let me just play devil's advocate here and say... I'm, like, in a gay couple, would the government also pay me to go and, like, fuck my, like, gay husband in the ass? Cause well, it, and if not, is that discrimination against gay people? He has to fart it out into someone's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, internet. I've just invented a new sex move. Yeah. So the government has to cover three people. Too. I gotta look this up. I bet it's a thing. Uh, hey, I mean, if, if you're if you're if you're a, a gay couple and you would like to uh, 
father and children and in. have sex with your partner involved. And make what are you Googling sense. exactly? <laughs> Can gay Norwegian <laughs> guys come fart into fertile woman's vagina? <laughs> <laughs> Google just says, that's just like 15 Pornhub results. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's what I uh, that's what I think about. I may have made this quip before on this podcast, but uh, when uh, the fucking Trump administration reversed that thing, so that the fucking Trump administration, so that your internet, goddamn right, so that your internet service provider can like sell your browser history to like advertisers. I'm like, yeah, dude, that happened. What when, when like a. Uh, when someone, like, starts reading my browser history, it's just going to be like uh, the Ark of the Covenant from uh, Lady of the Lost Ark. Ah! <laughs> Their eyes melt. Mine's pretty eclectic. Look away! Look away! Dude, I remember when you, like, first uh, Googled, like, MILF porn, and you went around telling everybody that you Yeah! Knew. It was a big milestone in life. I felt like... I think there should have been some ceremony. I should like call up my pastor and stuff and like, mm, it's a pastor in life. It's yeah. Milestone. It's like, yeah, now you are truly an adult. I feel like it is a milestone, you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, when you first look up MILF porn. Although, I gotta say, for is me. Is DILF like another level? Well, or? see, it's weird though, because when I think MILF, well, I think like 40 and above. But in porn, in porn it's like, like anyone over like 23. <laughs> They're literally the same age. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. Like every other yeah, actor, actress. Yeah, yeah. I think on a lot of those porns, they just do their hair a little bit differently to make them look older or younger. Yeah. yeah. Cut it short. Do their makeup different. on it. There, she's 17. Yeah. 18, I guess. Did breast implants? Like, remember the old yeah. Nike pumps where they had a pump in the tongue and you could like. Adjust the inch. So they should have like breast implants that are like that to like let out air to make you look older or younger. Yeah, and there, there's like a natural intake or or like oh the neck. Yeah. 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 Why why they don't do that is a mystery. Natural bell. I still think I still think that the pump should be basketball shaped like with the shoe. Yeah. <laughs> why does thing above your navel? Oh. <laughs> That's my boob pump. <laughs> pump. Yeah. But they should be pumped with helium instead of just air, so they're like floating around. <laughs> <laughs> they defy gravity. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I mean, it helps. Hey, by my ears again. Uh. You know, it's like it's like you watch like these nature documentaries of like uh, women who live their whole lives without wearing bras, and like you know, things start to dangle. And uh, you they're know, if they had dangly. boobs filled with helium, it's not a problem. Those my boobs would be like all in their face. They have to tuck them under their armpits and like back behind them. Yeah. Yep. This is true. This is what they would have to do. Yep. It's one thing about uh, small boobs is I don't think a lot of boobs will get that like as saggy as most people. Nice. So, well, I don't know if that's going nice. Crazy, yeah. Which is nice. Also, running. You yeah, guys probably. Don't know the struggle, and I don't even know the struggle. You can break your collarbone from your boobs if you're particularly close to me. Yeah. I break had, your boat? Holy shit. I had a friend ask me how many sports bras I wore to the gym. <laughs> and I said, one? <laughs> and she was like, I have to wear two, or else like they're just super painful, like, flop. Flopping all over. Jeez. And I was like, well, I'm appreciating this more. Yeah. One less thing. Yeah. Wow. I do I mean, we have separate like, problems. Yeah, I do sometimes get yeah. sack flop. Yeah, that, that's that's something you have to think But about. usually I just have, I, I usually have to, like, just match my running stride to match, like, the resonant frequency of my testicles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on! Run, if you just, like, his if you resonance were... resonance frequency of his testicles. <laughs> It's not the resonance frequency. I mean, it, it's like the swing frequency. I mean, wouldn't you want to, like, run deliberately off resonance? I think that's it. That's it, yeah. yeah. yeah if we you're don't want to have a Tacoma Nando's like bridge. You should stop running naked exactly, in my boxes. Yes. <laughs> What's that, Colin? Whatever you're doing. Then I feel like you should stop running naked or in boxers or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I was going to say, like, if you wear boxer briefs, like, aren't you okay? Well, those provide I have like, boxer shorts, but it makes things weird. There's a problem with um, 
briefs are boxer briefs. And that sometimes you wiggle your way through that stupid hole in the front. Yeah! Which I have never used right. for urination purposes. It is, a, yeah. Who has? Yeah, like, I think I did, that. like, as a kid, just because I thought I was supposed to. You just, like, pull your pants down? Yeah. It's, it's so much easier. Yeah, yeah. Rather it's like, than, sure, like, if you have a button, you have to undo it, but it's like, that's a lot easier than trying to, like, maneuver, like, through this labyrinth, like, also, in the front of your face. Yeah, it's a penis. whole thing. So it also depends Nobody on, like, the, the state of your penis. How... You just, like, wiggle it down a little how bit, How wiggly right? it is. Like, on a hot humid day... Or there's day, some dudes in the bathroom just, like, pants around the ankles. I, very, I kids mean, do that a lot. Kids, yeah. Adults, them. not really. <laughs> Wait, are, are we talking about putting your dick through the hole in the front of your underwear to pee? Yeah. Is that even what it's for? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> that is what it's for. What, what else? It's for? for discreet banging. <laughs> don't, don't women also, when they have like similar ones, don't they have them made the same? Or is that just because like... Ours is so shut. No, I know like most of them do not. But there are women's that have that. I've never They're crotchless pandas right? for sexual purposes. Also, this is something I was trying to bring up before, that several podcasts ago, where I, I think, like, uh, women with penis envy will have, like, little funnels that they hold up against, like, uh, their crotch and allows them to piss in urinals. It's more because urinary urinals are more sanitary. Although I guess if you had penis in me, you could use that too. You just okay. gotta hover. Whatever. What if you like did a bunch of I don't squats? do that, but that's what other Good, good. Because nice I don't. Because I end up peeing on the seat. And that's true. Cool. It's just like adding to the problem. Yeah, the girls complaining about pee on the seat who hover are the reason there's pee on the seat. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the guys who complain about pee on the seat have no excuse. It's like, come on. Just go in the urinal. Yeah. But like, you know, take your foot and like push the, the top up. It's, what if you have like a so really easy. bad bifurcated bifurcated stream and it shoots out, out of your dick like over the wall of the, <laughs> the stall and like onto the toilet next to the urinal. That happens a lot. I wanna ca- capture that on film. That's <laughs> amazing. It's a hell of a bifurcated stream. Yeah. Is it bifurcated or bifurcated? It's bifurcated. Bifurcated. Like bisexual. Oh yeah, yeah. Or biplane. <laughs> Or, um, biennial. Or by men. <laughs> exactly. By what? I don't know. Menin? But it's, it was like the jingle for that brand. Yeah. I gotcha. Menin. Dude, I want, I want Yahoo Answers trying to find <coughs> this underwear hole thing. Oh, it, I thought you were still on the out out me. Me. It has best answer down here, and it just keeps scrolling down on its own. Like, I have to keep up with it. Oh. Like, it's going to put an ad there, but there's no ad that ever shows up. <laughs> what are you even asking? I'm like five pages down, and it's still moving. Like, this person asked what the, the point of the hole in the front of the underwear was. It's for dudes to pee through, but apparently no dude uses that. No. <laughs> I mean... Like, I have a bunch of boxers, and they all have, like, a seam that looks like the hole, but it's always so shut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a weird one. Like I, I think it's pretty clear that neither of the three of us actually use that. It is. It is only a liability. It is. It's every once in a while, my dick will like snake out through that when I'm running, and will like just rub on my nylon shorts. Yeah. And, like, yeah. and that's that's various. It's a very strange feeling because yeah. it's like you're. It's like it's in like some sort of like forced position. Yeah. I mean, it's not, like, super uncomfortable, but it is weird. It really hurts for me. Okay. Okay. You want to wow. hear the top answer? Yes. I love Yahoo, Yahoo answers. And then they asked about the hole in front of the men's underwear. Top answer says, <laughs> this is weird, it's for your protection when you have sex. It's sort of like a condom for your balls. <laughs> Condoms <laughs> only protect your penis. Your underwear can be used to protect your balls from touching the STD-infected vagina. Most STDs are transmitted by skin-to-skin contact. 
So when you have a one-night stand next time, make sure to wear your condom and your underwear. Just pull your penis through the hole. Now you're completely protected from getting any STDs. To prevent STDs, <laughs> so keep this, your underwear on This is a great, this is a great illustration of whose law is it that when you can't tell if something's a joke or not on the internet? Like, I can't tell if that's someone trolling or someone's really that dumb. I don't know. Surely that's a troll. I, I would I love it's the top I answer, but it's got five thumbs up and eight thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> it's the top answer? And oh, it has that trolling on me. Like, don't, don't read this. That was best answer. <laughs> you know, the thing is, there's probably, like, documentaries all about this, like, delving into, like, the... You know, very early instances of like manufactured <laughs> underwear. Well, before elastic, sure. Like we do probably like lace up underwear or something. That whole would make sense. But you just have the elastic no, waist um, and you yank it down. Yeah. I, I scrolled down a little farther in my Google search in the hole in front of men's underwear. So, so there's also crotchless men's underwear. Oh, good. I found that. So I uh, I hope he doesn't listen to this tomorrow, but uh, one of my best friends is getting married. We have his bachelor party on Saturday, and I figured... What's his name? Kyle. Gary. Gary. God damn it. Gary. Sorry. <laughs> it's Gary. I'll bleep it out. His actual name is Gary. <laughs> Don't bleep it out. Just, uh, just have a snippet of me going, Gary. So you have, like, Sarah going, what's his name? I Wait, no, Sarah. Okay, whatever. The other day, Gary. a certain Gary texted me and said, Wow, thanks for talking about my sex life on the podcast. And uh, then I said, Did I mention your name? And she said, Yes, you explicitly mentioned my name. Uh, uh, and I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. Usually I try to say Gary. Uh, <laughs> Wait, we, oh, have Gary. Another, we have another listener? Yeah, it's Gary. Yeah. Nice. This is Thank a podcast. He's taking the country by storm. Asian Gary. Asian re- Gary? If that rings a Jerry. I think I know who Asian Gary is. He's married to white Gary. Yeah. Her real yeah. name's Galley. Yeah, Asian <laughs> Gary. Sorry. Gary. <laughs> I remember this. Uh, yeah. She's got she's a pretty unique name. Yep. Yeah. Gary. Yeah. We could also, everyone can also just like go back and listen to it. Yeah, it's like if you Gary have, doesn't really help now. It's like if, if you have a great victory, you ride into the city with Gary. <laughs> you know, headdress. I was like talking about, I think it had something to do with my penis, so it's probably best if I just leave it. Be. It was. Probably. It was about Gary. Oh, yeah. Naturally. So I feel Other like... Other Gary. Like, bachelorette parties, like, someone always gets the bachelorette, like, lingerie and a bunch of girly shit, so I'm gonna get Gary, like, some beef jerky and manly shit, and I already, I ordered some assless chaps on Amazon. But I, I'm trying to figure out if there's a way to, like, because you know how you can, like, clear individual things from, like, your, well, for most histories uh, on various websites and stuff. I, I want to figure out how I can, like, clear that from my Amazon history so it doesn't try and, like, target ads at me for, you know... Because you bought assless chaps. I mean, that seems like kind of a bonus. You'll enjoy this gimp suit. Well, I already get my gimp suits from local... Like, this artisan. Artisan, yeah. yeah. I, I support my local... Uh, gimp suit tailors. Yeah. I'm hearing a cat meow. Okay, so, so, dear listener. trying to put her in the fridge. There's news. That's not why she's meowing, though. She wants to be. Listener, there's great news. There's a cat here. Yeah. Nuremberg Trials. Caleb got him a nice pussy. And this pussy's name is... Nurhuwena. Yeah, that's uh, not a good name. You're not a good name, you idiot. Colin, you're the last person to tell me this is not a good name. Come on. <laughs> yeah. It definitely rang a bell when I first read that. I'm like, I know... I know these parts of this word. Yeah. So, well, it's... I got on a... You know, Elvish dictionary thing. Yeah. That's same for me. So, this, this kitty... Is... Um... 
is named in the language of the um, the elves from uh, Tolkien. So I actually learned a little bit of, about like Tolkien linguistics and like what like the different like varieties of elvish language are in that universe. And uh, her name is like I think one of his original versions of Elvish which in in Elvish <laughs> nice which I it, it, it's like I don't know there, there's like a whole history like Tolkien was like a huge nerd like he's he's really? like kind of Never kind of an it. alpha nerd really but he's not a scientist um for anyone who's wondering and might be using him for 20 questions. Tolkien is definitely yeah. not a scientist. Hopefully that guy listens to this podcast. That I son of a bitch. Definitely doesn't. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. I'm trying to remember what the uh, the dialect of Elvish is that this name is uh, correct in. Uh, it, it's, it, I don't know, whatever. It, it's, I think, the most prolific one. That, like, there's the most is it just Quenya? Quenya, that's it, yeah. Quenya. Which well, is, I think that was that's one of the the older ones. I think the most prolific ones, uh, Sindarin. Sindarin is like the Elvish of the the era of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Quenya is like an older one, but I think that was Tolkien's original Elvish language. I, think I came um, up with that before. More Quenya. or less, it was it it was changed for the books. But yeah, okay, I think you're right. Well, anyway, you know, I think we found something less engaging than corn subsidies to talk about. Shut up! Shut up! (laughs) This is what people tune in for. You're right. This is probably, yeah. So, the people we know are, yeah. So, the kitty's name is Nuruhuena. I rolled the R there. I probably shouldn't have because apparently the elves look down upon rolled R's because that's how the orcs would say. Are it. you serious? I'm serious. You know that. Man. I learned about that afterwards, <laughs> but anyway, I, I just love rolling R's. It's a lot of fun. Okay, so fuck the elves. I think they're better than everybody, and they, they kind of are, they but don't be such Gary's about Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, her name means. So, there are different interpretations. You could say, like, Death's Shadow, or also, like, Shadow of Death, which I th- I actually think is a very appropriate name for a cat, because... They're you know, predators. They're predators. They're a little sneaky. They like to kill things. Um, I mean, I can see, like, the killer instinct in her eyes right now. She's, like, <laughs> looking at a laser light, thinking, I want to extinguish that light, and by extension, all light... You know, just Where'd like you the get the board. And what's also great is so I have a concrete floor in my apartment. <laughs> oh. And so she'll like take a running start at you this see? laser light and she'll pounce on it and then just slide like two feet across the floor before Bless she comes her. to a stop. Where'd you get it? So this is this is a uh, this is a cat that's part of the Jensen family of Ethan Jensen, who's a part of this podcast. God damn it, <laughs> Gary! Leave <Jensen>. that out, <laughs> Gary Garrison. <I'm> Ethan Gary, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Uh, Garrison. Yeah, so so Mr. His, Garrison, tear down that cat. So his parents uh, were moving out of their house, so they uh, so my parents adopted a family of cats from them. And uh, part of this family was this kitten who lived on my parents' farm for, oh, probably four or five months. And then uh, then I adopted her. So her name is technically Nuruwene Jensen. <laughs> nice. Neat. <laughs> so, so you guys got any uh, topics that uh, we should we should cover this week? Uh, do, do we have stuff for Grasshopper Corner? Oh God! No. Um, no, but does anyone have any interesting Katie did stories? Sometimes oh, I think uh, I see a grasshopper, but it's actually a Katie did. 
So, I didn't know the difference. Yeah, I didn't know what a cadid was for are, a really long they look time. A lot I just thought it was a leaf looking grasshopper. Yeah. Yeah, imagine crossing a grasshopper and a leaf. You've seen them around. I know you. I'm sure, have. I have. I always. I'm sure I always assumed it was a grasshopper. Yep, yep. Well, I mean, you could just be right in that it hops around grass. Well, you can't be wrong calling a cadence. Are cadence orthopters as well as grass? Grass. You know what I'm saying? Wait, is Is that also like wasps and shit? No, wasps and shit are hymenopterans. Hymenopterans. How can you forget the hymen, Caleb? That's my special finishing move. I forget the hymen. Yeah. Oh, it's be a finishing move. I've actually got something here. So, listener, or I'm, it's not about grasshoppers at all, actually. Yeah. Whoa! Thank God. So, listener, last week I made a solemn vow to you mm. that I would make grits and report back. And so now we have Caleb's cooking corner, where Caleb <laughs> tells you all about things he's cooked. That's pretty good. So, I raved last week about how I loved when I would have grits on the road, but never have them at home. So, I went out of my way. Last night, I made a midnight run to the grocery store to pick up a whole container of grits. So I got back about midnight and could not wait until the next day to make some grits. So I did it. And so we'll start some music. It's like... This is like Caleb's cooking corner music. And then what I did is I took the grits. Oh, yeah. And then I put them in a saucepan with some water and I boiled the water. Oh, baby, yeah. And it went for about five minutes and then I I stirred it around a bit and poured it into a bowl and I'm like, oh, that looks like some very nice grits. And so I looked at it and it's like, hmm, it needs a little something extra. So I looked through my spice cabinet and I was like, hmm, what does this need? And it's like, it needs a little bit of Cajun seasoning. And so I took the Cajun seasoning and I was like, oh yeah. And I spread it all around them grits. And then I took the, the bowl and I was like, and it was delicious. And then, the next morning, I had some more. And what did I add? What did I add? I added about half a tablespoon of butter. And oh man, that really pushed it over the top. So let me tell you, listener, if you want some grits, take them grits, put some butter in there. Put some butter in there. Put some Cajun seasoning. Uh, oh, baby, that is stuff. That stuff will really put you into flavor town. And that ends Caleb's Cooking Corner. Caleb's Cooking Corner. I think I got some some messages in that song. <laughs> some messages about how to make delicious grits. That's right. Oh, is that what it is? Oh, I'm going to try grits. And then you eat. should. They're good. Step one, make it grits. Carver swastika. Ah, this better be really good. <laughs> and it will be. It will be. You will. No doubts about that. Real talk. So, yeah. Caleb, I, I think it took you less time to make the grits than it did for you to talk about the grits. <laughs> There's a lot to say. There's a lot of details. <laughs> also, you know, there's a lot of like subliminal messaging that has to come out. <laughs> it happens naturally when you cook grits, but if you're hearing about <laughs> cooking grits in a podcast, we have to kind of add this, you know, to so you can really get the the whole experience. That's all. It's one, it's a weird experience because you know you're like looking at like this bowl of like this 
the saucepan that's filled with boiling water and ground up hominy. Hominy. And, and, uh, and you're like, why is this? Why am I hearing like satanic uh, messages here? <laughs> this is weird. Should I keep going? And, yeah. I mean, you do because it's worth it. I mean, and it's also kind of you know, you know, you're like you're right. Bowl of boiling corn material. I should kill my parents. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and, and we all do. We all. Real talk. I like sweet grits, not savory grits. So how do you sweeten your grits? Like, what do you what do you put? Like honey or like, like brown honey. sugar? Or what do you I do? I put sugar in it or brown sugar if I have it. Just like straight sugar. Yeah. Wow. I make a. Sandwich. I treat it like oatmeal. Does anyone else make cornmeal mush? It's like grits, but you make it with cornmeal instead of grits. No. Just really finely ground grits. You can also make. Uh, you can fry patties. Mm-hmm. Oh, what am I thinking Cornmeal. of? Oh, I can't think of the name Omni. of it. Omni, Omni, Omni. Omni, 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 it's pronounced tapas. I don't even like it. It's like a... Tapas? I'm, I'm probably saying it wrong. Some of your ass is like really sticky. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. It starts with a P. Putty. Putty. Um, pussy. P. Periwinkle. Uh, Polenta. Polenta. <laughs> Polenta, uh, not patella. I do love ground up kneecaps, though. Who doesn't? No, it's polenta, which is just yeah. like boiled cornmeal. But you can buy it in like tubes at the store and slice it and like fry it in a pan. And it's really mm. good. Polenta. Ooh, now I want some polenta. Wait, what's the uh, what's the word for like? Uh, it's it's like afterbirth. Placenta. Long? Placenta. Yeah, okay. It's like so it's placenta, but without the lot. Polenta. <laughs> Sounds nice. Also, did you know at basically any store you can get henna and placenta, which I think is like a hair product, which I shit you not has like real, it's probably animal placenta. Oh, like yeah. Probably. But people buy that and, like, put it on their scalp. Is it, like, good? I don't know. It's a good thing. I've never used it, but... I was in Walmart once, and I saw, like, henna and placenta. You know, I'm thinking, like, couldn't hurt. (laughs) I mean, I'm a very bald man. It's, like, you know, it's... Worst (laughs) thing that could happen is nothing... (laughs) Would you guys... It's gonna grow a baby on top of your head, <laughs> like the fetus head chick on South Park. <laughs> that could be nice. Would you guys ever uh, eat some placenta? Not human placenta. Whose placenta are we talking here? Your mama. Whose would it have to be? <laughs> <laughs> would you eat Mother Teresa's placenta? I already have. <laughs> <laughs> Like, some people, like, take it and process it and put it in. Yeah, like, the, yeah. I don't know. Like, something yeah, that you can see. you get sick from eating. that. It's not, it's not good. You shouldn't do it. But that's never stopped these people before. Yeah. After, sick. Not sick. After my yeah, nephew. Yeah, what's it? Sorry. After my nephew oh, was born, <laughs> we were, like... We were leaving the hospital, and I kind of teased my brother because he was, like, real queasy about, like, looking at everything, Mm -hmm. and how the doctor basically had to, like, command him to cut the umbilical cord, and the doctor was like, Jimmy, Gary, would you like to cut the umbilical cord? And Gary said, no thanks. (laughs) And then the doctor went, Gary, cut the umbilical cord, and he was like, okay. What are you, a pussy? (laughs) But I asked Gary, my brother, I was like, have you ever, like, did you look at the placenta and stuff? And he was like, oh, no, no, I didn't, like, look anywhere down there. I didn't want to see it. And I was like, okay. And then we were driving home after, like, meeting my cute little baby nephew. We were in the car, and I remember asking my mom, because I knew she would know. She's a nurse. I was like, Mom, 
what does a placenta look like? My mom just said, uh, kind of like a blood-filled jellyfish. And I was like, all right, that was an... That's spot on. And then I looked up yep. pictures later, I was like, that was very accurate, all right. <laughs> yeah. Well, Colin and Caleb, you've helped birth animals before, right? Sure, yeah. I have. I remember once when I was helping feral pig, she had a couple of piglets that were born with placenta intact, we had to rip them off. Yeah. Nice. Did you use like like a pair of scissors? Like a big pair of scissors? Like right, they use like, when they're opening a mall? Yeah. <laughs> so most animals like each... <laughs> I don't know why I said that. So. <laughs> and it's a brand new pig! <laughs> the grand opening of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta celebrate something where we're from. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like you talking about pig days. Oh yeah. Pig oh, right. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was complaining that uh, no, that was in Hebron. Whatever. Was, yeah, I was complaining about that our school spent a whole week celebrating pig week. Yes. And then we, like, spent, like, a single afternoon on Martin Luther King Day. It was probably just because the Reverend Dr. MLK Jr., they probably just <laughs> took a whole week to pronounce his name, and it was done. When that was done, we had, like, an afternoon, whereas pig is very this short. This is true, yeah. yeah. This is true. Were you going to ask hey, what other animals? Oh, I was going to bring up how... Like, with most animals, for the young, it's, like, one placenta per fetus. Yes. Yeah, well, because the placenta is actually part of the fetus. But in humans, a lot of times it happens that there's, like, a shared placenta. Like twins. Yeah. With monozygotic twins, yes, I believe. But with fraternal twins, no? Yeah, they're separate. Yeah, yeah. P.S. Slightly related. I did look up if a woman could have two children at the same time, like two fetuses in her womb, fathered by different men, and yes. Yeah. Really? That has happened before. Have we talked about that? I don't think we've talked about that. that. It's happened before and it's caused, like, legal troubles for people. I also looked it up. Yeah, I, I saw that as well. I think Ethan mentioned it at one point. Maybe it wasn't on the podcast. Like, there was some, like, it's happened that there's been a paternity suit, and they test, like, one kid, and they're like, you're the dad! And then they assumed he was the dad of the other kid, and they're like, oh, wait, your mom was a slut! It's some other dude! I know chimeras have really caused problems. Oh, yeah. When you're your own twin. Are you sure that's not just on CSI? That's that's, that's happened in real life. life. <laughs> I hate it all the time. It's not common. Actually, everybody on CSI is a kind of confusing, especially Ice Cube. Yeah, he's actually he absorbed <laughs> all of the other members of NWA. <laughs> <laughs> was he in NWA? Yeah, he was. Oh, I need to educate myself. And also, myself. I think that was Law and Order, but it doesn't matter. But it's all the same. It doesn't. Matter. It's all the same. Is it Ice Ice? Ice T. What a. Uh, okay. And he was on Law and Order? Fuck. Okay, and that's a different person than Ice Cube. Oh, they're all black. They all look the same to me. Whoa! <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on. Hold on. Show me a picture of Ice Cube and Ice T and tell me that they're not the same person. I don't actually know what Ice T oh. looks like. I can imagine Ice Cube. <laughs> yeah, it's like now you put in your drink. Thinking they're the same person. Melts after a while. Wait, what was the question at trivia the, old, the other night that had dirty old bastard? Uh, that was was that about NWA or was that about the no? No, that was about uh, Wu Tang. Oh, Wu Tang, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So this is a Katie did. This Katie did's pink. That's not a very good. Oh, uh, Katie, yeah. Yeah, this is a Katie did. See, it's just like a leafy looking grasshopper. Who's yeah, I'm scary. Put it in the show notes. Uh, sorry, did. listener, that you're not a viewer and a uh, listener. We'll give you all kinds of pictures of insects. That'll be great. Get y'all hot and bothered. 
Ooh. I mean, if it has the same effect on you that it does on me. Okay, so, yeah, Ice-T was not in NWA at all. Ice-Cube was, but that one is completely different from all the Law & Order stuff. Fuck the Police is like the one rap song I have on my iTunes. What about Mom's Spaghetti? I do not have Mom's Spaghetti on my iTunes. (laughs) You need more M&M. Yeah, it's Ice-T that's in CSI, right? No, Law & Order. Law & Order. Sorry, Law & Order. SVU. I just searched Ice Cube on Wikipedia and it showed me a... Sorry, what? Or like when someone plays too many scratchy lotteries. Listener, if you haven't listened to John Mulaney, for Christ's sake, go listen to John Mulaney. We listen to John Mulaney on the way down to Frogtown. John Mulaney? I don't even like her, Mulaney. I don't like you. Nobody does. Of course. A horse, of course. Of course! Okay, so Ice Cube was in NWA... He's also in Boys in the Hood and Barbershop. Baba. Shop. And he was also in Friday. Friday. Which is a very Friday movie. If you've never seen Friday, I would recommend Was Ice Cube and Are We There Yet? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so they've both gone on. I don't, I've never seen that. It's his Disney movie. I mean, one of them. I liked Barbershop. Barbershop or Barbershop 2? I like Barbershop as well. Okay. Because there I was think a I second one. Too, though, but I can't remember anything about it. Your cat just meowed fiercely into my face and it smelled like canned cat food. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Which is my own fault because I gave her the cat. She did just have some canned She cat should food. meet Hector and see how they get along. They probably get along pretty well. She's pretty chill. Yeah, she is pretty chill. It's like she, she yeah. didn't really like my parents' dog. Uh, when she was at the farm, but I think that was mostly because my parents' dog really loved to, like, fuck with cats and, like, chase them around. Of course, Hector might think the same thing and just think that they're playing. There might be a, there might be, like, a communication breakdown. Yeah, exactly. Hector's thing, when, when he's trying to incite plays with a strange animal, he does the thing where he... You know, he'll sniff it for a minute, and then he'll back up, and then he'll drop down and put his his front legs on the ground and his butt up in the air, and then just start barking at it. Classic. Yeah, whatever it is. That's and what I his do. His bark too. is an intimidatingly loud, spine tingling bark. Yeah. So animals don't normally respond positively to that. <laughs> yeah. What if people did that? You know, like if you found someone you wanted to play with, you just start yelling at them. And then you like, put your hands on the ground and we're like, yeah! That's why I never had luck at singles bars. <laughs> They're like, I like your curly hair. And I'm like, That's what Nixon did. Nate Yahoo is purring. Oh, Nettie. Yeah. She purrs like, at the slightest touch. She doesn't require a lot. But yeah, Colin. Meeting. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. That was nice. Thank you. So yeah, Colin. If I come and visit uh, you guys sometime, and I bring the cat. We might have to put this experiment to the test. So when you come and visit sometime, we will have two dogs. What? Two dogs? Whoa! Is this your happy dogs on Friday? Oh, wow. How exciting! You guys what kind are nuts. Of yeah. So um. Nicole found this out through work that this uh, this dog is part German Shepherd, part Dachshund. <laughs> Dachshund, so, got Dachshund here. Yeah. Nobody and cares. And it's perfectly halfway in between the sizes of those two dogs, so it's a pretty small dog. It's certainly, she's a lot smaller than Hector. Does it have a chondroplasia? Um, like she. What? Does it have a chondroplasia like a Dachshund? Like it's stubby legs. Um. No, not really. It's it. She's pretty well, um, kind of just normal looking, I guess. Like for her size, everything's in proportion. Colin, that's pretty racist. Normal. Come on. Anyway, she apparently um got PO'd at the former owner's children. Pissed off. You know, tiny kids can be bastards, and yeah. she nipped one of them. Yeah. 
And you know, there's a difference between like snapping at someone and biting someone. Like the, she bit the kid to where it, it didn't break any skin or anything. That doesn't even fucking count. I got bit my so, by my dog so many times growing up. So, I think yeah. every kid should get bit by an animal, like a pet, at least once. Yeah, yeah. Then they also, know they're by like, oh. other people. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the kids are like visibly. We visited. They're visibly scared of this dog. Because they've been so used to, before her, a little beagle that doesn't yeah. like to just move at all. Yeah. Um, so she she uh, got the word out, like, we have to get rid of this dog or put her down. We're like, well, put her down, we'll take her. So, yeah, we've been, like, visiting, and then we had an overnight this past weekend, where she stayed here the weekend. New dog. Wow. Love that new dog smell. <clears throat> she's like she's five years old, so okay, so a middle-aged dog for, for Hector to play with. Yeah, Hector. How old is Hector? He'll be two on December twenty something first. He's or just something a like youngin. Yeah, he's a little boy. Yeah, he's still a just a little boy. Perfect prince. Perfect, precious prince. He's a perfect, precious prince. He's very handsome. This is true. And the listeners can attest to this because they've had ample opportunity to sample Hector via the podcast website. Yeah. Indeed. He's the most perfect, precious dog in the world. Indubitably. Weird way to say something. Does anybody say that anymore? I do. Indubitably, I do. Yeah, but I kind of am trying to be silly when I say it. Yeah, usually when I say it, I say like, indubitably. Okay, so I should have said it stranger. (laughs) Too normal. Uh, You gotta twist your mustache when you say it too if you have a mustache. I'm working on it, man. Like, I've. I'm trying to like. I saw that. Like, I saw your little curl in your mustache when you first answered your video call. Yeah. Are you proud of me, Colin? Please tell me you're Are proud. Are you proud of me, of me now, Daddy? <laughs> Is my mustache good enough for you, Daddy? <laughs> and you need to add like three more buzz, like indubitably. Indubitably. Some song lyrics as Richard Nixon, and I forget what the song was. We did have was something it about that. Was it Foreigners? I want to know what Love Is. Oh, maybe. That would be a good one. <laughs> now you just sound like Scruff McGruff. Yeah. It's a fine line. <laughs> I want to take a bite out of Crime. <laughs> Yeah. 
eventually, I uh, figured out. Oh, Spiro Agnew, also a terrible person. Nice. And we all know. It's amazing how many presidents were not so great. Yeah, though Nixon did some very good things, like the established the EPA and the clean, the clean air and clean water act. We're meeting you halfway, you hippies. <laughs> yeah, they did. There, there were actually a lot of people that that liked him just, even after the resignation. Yeah, there were a lot of people that felt really betrayed. I think my dad is one of those that he's like, if Nixon had finished his um, his uh, tenure as president, he would have been just fine. But because he resigned, in my book, he's the worst president in American history. I don't, know. I, don't know. I mean, did he really have a choice? No, he would have gotten. Well, I don't know though. I mean, it, 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 it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't matter. If you get impeached, that's still not necessarily a death sentence. It was not. Yeah. It couldn't. It's true. I mean, no president has ever been actually right. removed from office other than by with a gun. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe physically at one point, but then he just, like, walked back into office. Yeah. Like, somebody picked him up and carried him out, and he's like, I can just walk back in. He's like, I didn't think of that. It's like, look how easy this is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God, if if only Mueller were, were, like, a bodybuilder, he could just lift Trump up and just haul him out of office. Send him outside on the lawn, and then he could pat, like, the head of that little kid that just finished mowing the lawn. And then he could and walk back inside and say, thanks, Mueller. I really needed my five minutes of sunshine today. Helps me with my vitamin D. And then he goes back into the Oval Office and uh, signs something to hurt brown people. <laughs> you know, every day with Trump, you know, it's just... Gotta do one thing. That's his daily itinerary. Yeah. I mean, okay, and you know, if it's if it's early enough, you might try and catch Fox and Friends. You know, yeah. see if they're saying something good about it. Yeah. You know, that's his news for the day. And you know, if it's something bad, he'll just like go golfing uh, to try to like you know forget about people saying things that are bad about him. If it's good, he'll go golfing. To try to celebrate. What's with presidents golfing? Why do presidents golf so much? Yeah, uh, it's a rich person's sport. It's a Scottish sport. Who else is Scottish? The Freemasons. Conspiracy connection. That's all. That's all I have. That's all I have. Which is a lot more than most conspiracy theories. This is true. Golf is dumb. It's a nice way to ruin a person. Golf is fantastic. Go on. Colin. Rough. Jobless Colin. What? You have no room to talk. Yeah. How I much? start my job Monday. And you're going to start golfing immediately after. Speaking of jobs, I should get going because i got to be up early tomorrow. So I'm going to bow out of this podcast. Listener, I'll sign off right now. Uh, Caleb, you can copy it and paste it later if you want. I won't. Well, how, how oh, long even has just it been? right now, just say a bunch of random sentences. I mean, and we'll edit this like part out. That's that's a really good idea, Colin. Um, uh, how long have we been recording? Well, sure, if you use if you use enough lube. How do I tell? Well, I don't know. I mean, her hair was purple. We're at like fifty-three minutes. That's what crickets are for. That's like pretty good. What's something fun that we could do with tar? Uh, and feather? Or... The La Brea tar pits in LA! Through that, we could, like, take Colin and, like, put him in some sort of, like, restraint and, and, like, Dabble like a little bit of tar on him, not a lot, like maybe a couple dots. Like one dot on his forehead, another dot on his left shoulder, another one on his uh on his right big toe. That's all that's all we need. Just three small dots of tar. And then we take him and we hold him up up high and say, 
Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, hey. And then, uh, and then we, then we put it back down on the ground, leave the room for seven and a half minutes, come back in, and I'll point at him like mockingly. You know, it's like, hey, you're the guy who was left in a, alone in a room for seven and a half minutes. And then we lift him up again, about three and a half feet up in the air. And then we say, Colin, we, 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 uh, we commend you to the world of the, uh, Neverborn. And then we drop you onto the floor again from about three and a half feet high. And we leave, and we never come back. And then from there, you start a new podcast about how you were dropped from about three and a half feet high, and, uh... You had a few pieces of tar. Yeah, exactly. And this is gonna capture the world! It'll take the nation by storm! And, uh... And, and yeah. So, I think that's a good plan. Should we do that? Yeah. Okay. Well, lots to think about there. Ethan, do you have any more sentences? I don't think my big toe will fit. Um, yeah. Well, if you insist, but I think you should go with the finer grade of sandpaper. I don't even like her. Uh, yeah, so just sprinkle those with the podcast. All right, Ethan. Well, you should get some sleep. What time do you wake up in the morning? Uh, 4.30. That's too early. You yeah. should get a different job. Yeah. Yeah, I would. That's well. Don't you have like a master's degree? I do. Well, I mean, this is this is to just kind of uh, flesh things out while I'm uh, continuing to try and do other things. So hopefully, it's not like a long term thing. Caleb's cat. How is it? You like it at all? It's not bad at all. It is. It is actually not bad at all. Get to drive a forklift yeah. and pays like fifteen bucks an hour, and you get raises really quickly. So after a while, it pays like. No, oh, I don't make that much now. Yeah, yeah, you little bitch. Little well, it's great because it's like it, it's part time, and you start early in the morning, so you're done really early. So if you, you know, while I'm doing my other job, uh, the one that I'm hoping will soon be enough to pay all the bill, uh, while I'm doing that. Or it doesn't really interfere with that. It just makes you really tired. Yeah. yeah, that was the, the best thing about, especially on um, days when it it snowed in the middle of the night when I was working on campus, and you had to go into work at four thirty. Oh. Like you're done super early. Yeah. But you literally had to wake up in the middle of the night. <laughs> when it's in there at four thirty or five or whatever, like fuck that. Students can tunnel their way through the snow. <laughs> for all I care. Students are known for their ability to do that. This is true. But hey. But hey. Is that like when your ass hair gets really long and cows eat it? Indeed it is. <laughs> Indeed it is. There is probably a website dedicated exclusively to that. <laughs> Or like, but but hey, and also this is listener with all my possible apologies and all of their infinite variations. I say to you, this is it. This is the end of another Slazoo podcast. And boy, oh boy, has it been a good one. His sentences before. What's that called? Ethan's sentences. Like, he just said a bunch of random ones so you could just add them in later in the podcast. Yeah. You just have to sprinkle them in before this time. Okay, yeah, yeah. They'll put some in here. And this is the part of the show where I put in Ethan's sentence one. I don't think my big toe will fit. <clears throat> and here's Ethan's sentence two. <laughs> What's something fun that we could do with Tar? And here's Ethan sentence one again. <laughs> I don't think my big toe will fit. Surprise! And that's it. Listener, thanks you very much for listening to another episode of the Zoom Podcast. Uh, for me, Caleb, and for the whole crew of us, uh, Ethan, Sarah, and Colin, 
We hope you have a great Bye. week. And we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Fuck the gap between my two, between my uh, toes and lower a lot of my shins. Very good.